Keep an ear to the ground. This is 2019 on Triple J. Okay, let's get some of the team back together and compare notes on what our standout release was for the month of November. And first up, we've got Bridget Husswaite. Hey, Bridget. Hello, Richard. November, huh? That's oh, pretty scary. Yeah, I know. So, what was your standout for the last four weeks? Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like this time of the year, you know, we're kind of reflecting on 2019 and everything that's made a mark in music and we kind of think about the craziness and when you think of people who've had the biggest year, I think it's obvious. Tones and I and then Billie Eilish yeah. and, you know, specifically touching on Billie Eilish here, debut album, Jesus, just like broke records, top chart. She's absolutely killed it. And I wasn't expecting, you know, another release from her this year following the album, but she punched out an absolutely gorgeous song that just really touched me and it's called Everything I Wanted. It is beautiful. Let's just hear a blast of it right now. Billie Eilish fans will love it. I'm, you know, I'm sure they already have, but let's just hear a little taste of this latest single. I had a dream. I got everything I wanted. Not what you think And if I'm being honest It might have been a nightmare To anyone who might care Thought I could fly So I stepped off the golden Nobody cried Nobody even noticed I saw them standing right there Kinda thought they might care I had a dream I got everything I wanted But when I wake up I see You with me And you say As long as I It is. It's once again. I, I was surprised too. I wasn't expecting anything for the rest of the year because the album's been so huge. So what yeah. do you what do you know about this song? It's just such a personal song, and it just touched me upon first listen. It's so reflective and deep, and it really feels like it's this honest insight, you know, into her current headspace. And it feels like she's freaking out. It kind of feels like she has a bit of like of an imposter syndrome going on. But then you hear the chorus because this song ultimately is like an ode to the relationship that she has with her brother Phineas. And the chorus is like this gorgeous kind of rebuttal or reassurance that, like, you know, as long as he. He's there for Billy, everything's okay amongst all the craziness. And I don't know, I just like, I can't believe how much this song touched me. Like after I first listened to it, I wanted to hug her, Richard. Like I just <laughs> want to cuddle her. It was a very intense dream, she says, that inspired the writing of this song. It was an intense dream where she actually did dream that she killed herself. And then the reactions that came after, you know, she did something like that. But yeah, it is a rather unique relationship that the brother and sister have together. But once again, it's just one of those Billie Eilish songs that just draws you straight in.
to its yeah. world, doesn't it? And it does. But it's so interesting because, you know, it's obviously, like, not creepy, like, bad guy or my strange addiction. It's not really a ballad either, like, I love you or when the party's over. It sits in its own beautiful little pace. It's got, like, a nice mid-tempo feel, but something about it is just so deep and alluring and I just I've been having it on repeat it came out mid-month and it's just been top of my playlist since yeah it is a great track once again from Billie Eilish what a year she has had so thank you Bridget Husswaite for spending time with us once again thanks Richard okay next up Dave Ruby how uh what what about for you uh, yeah, i got to say, lots of good releases as always. It's been just too much music almost. I don't know if you're feeling the same way, Richard. It's just a cavalcade come November. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's trying to get it in before December comes. It does feel that, like that. Um, but one release that, that, is, that I, I love from the month and it has stayed with me most of all, I think that's the one that I've just been coming back to, being like, oh, what can I put on while I you know, go for a run or, or go to the shops? The presets and golden features, their Raka EP, it's a beast. I love it so much. We've not been short of collaborations this year. There's been so many collab- yeah. collaborations. With this one, th- here's a question for you. Is it a 50-50 divide or is there a bit more presets in the mix? Mm. How do you see it personality-wise? Yeah, I was trying to actually think, you know, who came up with the idea and was like, oh, should we just like go to the studio? I've got this sort of beat I think you'd be good on. And I wonder, you know, about the collaboration, how it progressed and was it just one track or was it always going to be an EP? Um, but I can hear both of them in here. Like, you know, you can definitely hear Julian really front and centre as the vocalist and um, taking you back to some sort of Beams era preset sounds. But then you've got Golden Features with his signature. You know, I don't think the presets have ever sounded so techy uh, as they do on, on some of these tracks. You know, you really do hear Golden Features, especially on the title track and on Control, the third track on the EP. He really gets in there with his signature sort of bass growly sound, which I, I just think adds a really nice new element for the presets. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, the title track is a really fantastic so moment. Good. Let's just hear a blast of it. So this is Raka, Golden Features and Presets, teaming up.
Okay, so that's the title track of Raka, the new EP for Golden Features and the presets. And they actually go back, you know, their history goes back a fair bit because Tom from Golden Features yeah. was a huge presets fan when he, <laughs> when he was at school. Yeah. And then the presets, uh, I think, early on got him to remix one of their tracks. So the right. idea for this has been bubbling away for about six years. Uh, do you think it'll turn into anything more? I would love to see them, uh, I don't know, like either Golden Features bring the presets out at a festival or, or vice versa. I'd love to see, you know, them bring the, so- the songs together live, whether that's getting Kim behind the kit um, and really adding that live element to it. Uh, hopefully, um, yeah, it, it, it does sort of transform into a, a live thing because the presets didn't really tour that last album too much. I think they did one national tour, but I was kind of hoping, you know, they'd stick around a little bit more and do some more live shows because there were some great songs on that record. Yeah. I hope that they're just, you know, going to keep being open to collaborations like this, whether it's, you know, a flight of fancy or something more, you know, concrete. Yeah, well, what I liked about it was the fact that it was so surprising because no one sort of saw it coming yeah. and it would have been just predictable to have Golden features remix a presets track yeah but the fact that they actually got into the studio together and built something together i thought was really inspired and it's worked it's, yeah. re- it's a really good exciting release good peak thank you richard <laughs> thank okay. you okay thanks thanks dave ruby howe see ya Okay, Ebony Boadu from House Party, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. What what sort of caught your ear in November? I really love the new Muramasa track. Uh-huh. Yeah, amazing uh, producer. He's super young, out of England, and he does a, a lot of really cool collabs. We've been playing the Claro track, we've been playing the Octavian track, and my favourite track from this month is the one he's just done with Slow Tie, mm-hmm. Deal With It. Yeah. Um, really sick, lots of attitude, sounds very British, um, has like a little punk rock sort of feel to it. Well, this is the funny thing about Miramasa, he just mixes it up. Like he, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to stick to one particular style. He's Absolutely. completely unpredictable, but he has worked with um, Slow Tie in the past, hasn't he? He has, yeah. I love this sound and the film clip to it is really fun as well. I haven't seen it. You should check it out. It's very really English. sick. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool. It's slow tie actually in the clip. Yeah. yeah. It's all very slow-mo. It starts off in like a housing estate and then just sort of follows him walking down like a road. It's cool though. Yeah, excellent. Sorry. One of my favourite interviews this year has been speaking to Slow Tie. I loved that interview. It was fantastic to speak to him. Anyway, let's hear it. This is Miramasa with Slow Tie and the track is called Deal With It. to the shop, I bop and take it steady. Fighting with my sisters in the house, she's on the couch, she don't move much. I got tea in my hand and I'm trying to do stuff. I woke up, I slept and woke up again. And this life didn't never fucking change. I went to the pub and asked for a pint for three quid. He said it's a fiver when that's gentrification, you prick. Walking back through my old estate. I see my mates that hit my mates and they don't want to stay safe. They say you've changed. Fuck, deal with it. Deal with it. People say I'm a nuisance, well what's the problem? Deal with 
can deal with it. Deal with it. So, walking back through my old estate, I see my mates that in my mates, and they don't want to say safe. They say you've changed. I should have actually said deal with it, but I don't want to sound like I'm an English tosser. <laughs> but anyway, that's the correct title of the track from Muramasa. So the album's going to be next. Uh, actually, it's going to be one of the big releases in January. Uh, what do you think the rest of it's going to hold in store? Is it just going to be all over the place, Ooh. do you think? I hope so, because that's what I love so much about him. He's so versatile. He can collab with almost any sort of artist. Yeah, I just think whatever he touches is pretty amazing, to yeah. be honest. He hasn't really put a foot wrong Yeah, in the whole time he's been doing stuff. Anyway, excellent pick for November. Ebony Boadu, thanks for that. Thank you. And Declan Byrne from Home and Host. Thanks for joining us. G'day. How are we doing? Good. Lots of lots of Australian releases throughout November. What really stood out for you? Uh, there, yeah, there was so much good stuff. It was Oz Music Month, so we shined a big spotlight on, on it this month at Triple J. But there was a song by an act who I caught a big sound, and I think you might have seen her too, Richard. I did. Jaguar Jones yeah. called Kill Me With Your Love, and straight away, first time I listened to it, I was like, this just jumps out at you. Like, so much like high drama to it. And when I saw her at Big Sound, she backs it up with the live show as well. You see her and you just like can't take your eyes off her. She's commanding. Yeah, her background, because the confidence that she has on stage feels like she's kind of been doing this for years. What do you know about her? Well, I know she's she's an artist as well. So she, I forget whether it's photography or painting. I know she also rides dirt cross, like motocross dirt bikes. Get out of here. Yeah. Really? Yep, yep. <laughs> Seen a photo of that online. She she sounds like um, she's just, you know, a passionate artist who, who puts herself wholeheartedly into everything and also seems to smash everything she does. So mm. um, she's put out a few songs. I really liked her last one, Beijing Baby. But this song, I think it's a big step up. There's this riff in it which comes towards the end of the song which it just gets stuck in my head and it's got so much force to it. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't surprise me that she's in the arts world because the performance, like she really kind of puts a lot into the performance of it. She's very kind of almost theatrical on stage and really gets into it. This track is great. Let's hear it. Kill Me With Your Love, the latest single for Jaguar Jones. Fingers wrapped around my neck Like noose of a rope or whatever's left You were once here Jaguar Jones, Kill Me With Your Love. So she's Brisbane-based. She was one of the best things I saw at Big Sound a couple of months ago as as well. Uh, the band has a lot of drive to it. Uh, what do you think the future holds for her? 
Uh, I think she holds herself in really good stead because she's got that live show already. She's got that impressive element about the whole band, but also her performance. She did the Hermitude Like a Version. She just supported Lime Cordial on a heap of those dates. So I think she's got that live experience now. She's clearly got songs up her sleeve. So I'm excited to see where she goes. Yeah, I'm not sure what she's into and what she grew up listening to. She reminded me just a little bit of some of PJ Harvey's stuff in the early 2000s around the Stories from the City album for her. But, um, yeah, she did do a great version on the Hermitude cover. For like a version, that's right. Thanks for reminding me about yeah. that. that was and a, a bit, fa- of, bit of pressure too, taking oh, yeah. on Nirvana. Trying to step into Kurt's footsteps. Uh, imagine, yeah, imagine Hermitude coming to you and saying, hey, we'd like you to do a like a version. You'd be like, yep, I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're, we're, doing, we're doing Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. You might just think twice, but no, she, she nailed that. And if you haven't seen that online, you, you get a bit of a sense of her you know, theatrical performance. Yeah, great. Well, hopefully she'll have a good year next year too. Jaguar Jones there, picked by Declan Byrne. Thanks, Declan. Cheers. Okay, so what am I going to pick? What's my standout release for November? Well, well, if Bridget hadn't have picked Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish would have been pretty close to number one. But I'm actually going to go for this guy who's going to be here for the very first time for the Laneway Festivals early next year. I love this track. I'll tell you more about him in a moment. But this is Omar Apollo. It's just so cool. The production on it's really great. It's just basically drums and bass and the way that that bass just sort of slides around on the song is really great. His delivery is cool. Omar Apollo is his name. He reckons some of his biggest influences are people like D'Angelo, which you can kind of hear in the soul of what he gets across. But he's also into people like Elliot Smith. Even John Mayer is a big influence on him too. So he's 22 years of age. He was born in Mexico, moved with his family at a young age to America, has grown 
grown up in Indiana and he's teamed up there with Dominic Fike and also Kenny Beats on a track called Hit Me Up and that's my standout release for November and he's going to be, as I mentioned before, he's going to be here for the very first time. He's one of the overseas artists playing all the Laneway festivals in early February. So that's the roundtable for November. Uh, All the roundtables throughout the year Uh, We get the team together at the end of each month and basically pick our highlight release from the previous four weeks. All the roundtables are up right now for you to listen back to if you missed any of them through the year in the 2019 podcast. We'll continue the tradition throughout 2020 as well. So if you subscribe to the podcast, at the end of each month, you'll get the update, the roundtable update from the Triple J team.